Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Countdown with Ian Farmer. I thank you for listening to the Countdown today. Um, it's going to be an interesting uh, episode. We have a lot to talk about, as always. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett episode 2 dropped at 3 a.m. yesterday morning, and I'm here to tell you all about it today. If you like um, the episode, please keep up with everything. I'm really grinding out this content for you guys. It's not easy right now, but I'm doing the best I can because I love all the support that I'm given, and I just love what I do. So I appreciate all you guys doing everything you do for me by listening to the episodes, watching the episodes, keeping up with uh, keeping up with what I do. I really appreciate it. But the Book of Boba Fett episode two, a lot of people were um, a little upset with episode one. I'm not too sure how a whole lot of people feel about episode two, but I'm going to hop into it. Uh, we begin with the recap of last week's episode with the mayor's Inquisitor paying Boba the visit in the scene where Boba r- reveals um, that he intends to rule. Boba, um, Finnick, uh, Boba's, you know, side woman, whatever you want to call it, brings in one of the mayor's hitmen as he comes to the palace with the intentions of killing Boba. Boba briefly, briefly interrogates him before having the Gordlax threaten to kill him. It is revealed that he and his people fear no man. Then we get the, then we get to the uh, one of the most interesting scenes of the show show so far. The mayor's hitman is dropped into the rancor's pit. Um, but as we all know, the rancor is no longer there. Whenever he is dropped into the pit, um, with the fear that the rancor is inside there, he admits to the mayor, or he admits to Boba that the mayor sent him, and is revealed. It is revealed that there is no rancor inside as well. As we all know, that this is the same pit that Luke was dropped into at the, at the beginning of Return of the Jedi when Leia and Luke went to um, steal Han Solo back from um, Incarnation. Um, in the Rancor's pit where the Rancor stays, it, there, it appears um, that there is a rock inside of the pit, and I believe that is the rock that Luke used to shut the um to shut the uh, wall on to the Rancor, which ultimately killing the Rancor, and we see Luke escape and return to the Jedi. Boba decides to visit the mayor along with the girl and two of the Gorlax, the some um the same character that visited Boba, the assassin, immediately or no um this is episode one where um, everybody is paying Boba for, you know, being the new leader. Um, he, he immediately denies Boba access, but nevertheless, Boba pushes his way through. The mayor kills the um, um, assassin, who is a member of the Nightwing clan. Essentially, the Nightwind clan um, is a group of high-level assassins that worked for the Huts, which means they worked for Jabba the Hutt, whenever Jabba ruled Tatooine. Um... But that also means that the mayor did not send the assassin. Um, the Huts did. Considering Jabba is dead and the Huts do, do not run Tatooine anymore, um, this is the reason why the mayor killed the assassin because the assassin being within that territory was illegal. The mayor is of the species called the Athorians. His name is Mok um, Shaiz. The mayor explains to Boba that he did not send the assassin to kill him. Boba 
continues to stand his ground, showing a little bit of anger. He proclaims to the mayor that the only reason that he is still alive is because he wields it. The mayor's companion tells Boba, or um, told Boba that the mayor had advice for him in episode one, and in episode two, the mayor gives that advice. The mayor tells Boba that running a family is what um, is harder than being a bounty hunter. Now, what the mayor means by that is um, being a crime lord where you have to worry about everybody around you being um, a part of the government um, is a lot harder than being a bounty hunter where you only have to worry about yourself. The mayor sends Boba to Garlac or Garza Sanctuary um, where the mayor believes Boba will find all the answers he is seeking. But upon arrival, Madame Garza um, reveals to Boba that the Huts have um, reclaimed Tatooine. The Huts um, then approach Boba. Um, the Huts that approach Boba are the cousins of Jabba. Boba, of course, stands his ground, but then a Wookiee shows up. Black Kersantan, the most vicious Wookiee in the galaxy. The Huts tell Boba that they don't want to kill him now, but they also tell Boba to sleep lightly. Meaning that absolutely we are going to see some action and some controversy between Boba, his team, and the Huts and um, Black Chrysanthemum. Now, here is where Boba goes back to the um, the water. I don't know what it's called, the waterbed. I call it the waterbed. Um, but where he is a clone, he doesn't necessarily have the human lifespan. So he goes in that, I would say, multiple times a day just to keep alive. But um, the flashbacks come in and the Tusken Raiders um, are training Boba to fight in the Tusken way. Before we see a train passing by the tribe. Now, these this group of people in the train are called the Pike Syndicate. They were in the Clone Wars and were known for selling the drug known as Spice. A very expensive drug. The, dra- the train, um, the Spike Syndicate, um, as the train goes by, it shoots and kills many of the members of the, of the Tuscan tribe, which is um, actually a pretty sad scene as they burn the Tuscans that night. Um, and Boba ultimately vows to take down the train, especially after seeing the same men um, go by on speeders the night before. These guys are the same people stealing water from the moisture farmers and putting their stamp on the desert uh, on the desert house in um, episode one. Boba tracks them down and ends up at Tashi Station. Now, a lot of you all probably do not know what Tashi Station is, but um, Boba takes down all the men and steals their speeders and brings them back to the tribe. Now, Tashi Station is the place that Luke, when he was on Tatooine as a teenager, would like to hang out with his friends. And he actually mentions this in episode 4. Now, here is where things get really interesting. And I think the show may be hinting at something with this. The couple sitting at the table in Tashi Station, the couple that that was harassed by the uh, group of um, thugs, was two people that Luke actually knew. Remember, this is only about 5-10 years after Return of the Jedi. Well, actually, in the flashbacks, it wouldn't be that long. I wouldn't think it'd be that long. The girl 
named Tammy is Luke's teenage crush, and he even vowed that he would marry her before leaving um, with Obi-Wan to train to become a Jedi. He had dreams about um, Tammy in the um, Last Jedi novel, um, and he um, always vowed to marry her. Now, the um, other guy, which I'm assuming is the boyfriend or husband of Tammy, is one of Luke's really close um, friends when he was in, well, academy, but as we would know it, high school. Um, one of Luke's very good friends. Boba takes the speeders back to the tribe and teaches the Tuscans how to drive the speeders. Hold on. Why I think they could be hinting at something is because Luke knows those two people. It could just be like something that is a coincidence that Boba shows up thin. But we could really see Luke in this. I mean, we saw Luke at the end of uh, Season 2 of The Mandalorian. There is no doubt in my mind that we could um, see Luke in the Book of Boba Fett. But anyways, Boba takes the speeders back to the tribe. Boba and the Tuscans see the train, attack it, and eventually stop it. Um, they hold the Pikes captive, and Boba threatens to kill them, but gives them a deal. He says that every time that they pass through, they must pay fee to the sand people, and it shows it shows a lot about how um, Boba and his relationship with the Tuscans. Boba tells the Pike to return to their tribe and alert other Pikes of these new terms. Later that night, we see Boba around a fire talking with the Tuscans and simply just enjoying the night. The Tuscans tell Boba how there are other Tuscans tribes. Some good, some are bad. The good. A good example of the good would be what we're seeing right now in the Book of Boba Fett. A good example of some of the bad Tuscan tribes, I would think, would be something like the tribe that killed Anakin's mother in Episode 2. The leader gives Boba a gift, and it is a lizard that jumps through his nose. The lizard guides him, guides him through the desert, and this is where we see even more flashbacks come into play. Seeing him in his normal armor and seeing, he, seeing himself as a kid, Wonder the halls of Camino. Um, Boba is then entangled by a tree, which must represent his rough past or the fear that he has now. Boba breaks one of the stems and is freed. The next morning, we see that the lizard has guided Boba back to the tribe, and he brings the stem with him. The lizard jumps back out of his nose, and Boba is back to normal. This from what we saw, was his last test to become a Tuscan. Boba is taught how to make his own gaffy stick, which is the um, main kind of weapon of the Tuscans. The little thing that we see them uh, walking around with that has the pointy edge at the end. Um, this means a lot for the flashbacks in the show, seeing that Boba Fett is now officially a Tuscan Raider. Um, it's pretty insane and not something I would have expected going into this show. That night, they do a routine Tuscan dance around the fire, celebrating his coming as a Tuscan. Overall, I love the episode. It's hard to um, it's hard for this this episode to be episode one for me because of the Starlight Pit and you know whatnot, everything that went on. However, this episode was great, and I love the moments with the Tuscans and his moments on Tatooine. The episode was great. We got to see a lot um more with um, him being the um, leader of the palace and his um, confrontations with the mayor as long, um, along with 
the coming of the hut, which was really big, and seeing how um, the show is going to progress with Boba taking on the huts for ruling of Tatooine. But yes, I love the episode. I know a lot of people don't like how the episode has not progressed a whole lot yet. But if you think about it, in episode one, Boba was not even... Boba was being held captive by the Tuskens. And by the end of episode two, he is a Tuscan. That is a lot of development and a story. And you look at episode... Or you look at what's going on right now with him being the leader of Jabba's palace. Um, in episode one, we first saw him take over Jabba's palace. And now we are already seeing him get confront the mayor and having a um, stare down with two of Jabba Hutt's cousins and Black Chrysanthemum. The most feared Wookiee in the entire galaxy. But anyways, guys, I'll see you tomorrow for the regular episode of The Countdown. And I will see you next Thursday for episode three, the book of Boba Fett breakdown and review. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. I hope you all enjoyed. If you, if you been watching the book of Boba Fett, I hope you also enjoyed the episode. I'm, I'm, I'm loving the uh, show right now, but I love you guys. Thank you for watching or, you know, listening today and I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace.